All right, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Mastermind Meetup, episode uno. <laughs> Wait, I don't, I don't speak Spanish. Oh, man. Nobody's here. Yeah, no one's really here yet, but it's, it's just not really talk. an episode. It's just me. T- it's just me. <laughs> this is a monologue. Somebody right? help. <laughs> help me. I'm trapped in an iPhone app. Well, I'll be speaking sign language. <laughs> Please subscribe to so. save me. Okay. So, yeah, I'm probably gonna delete most of this out. Okay. Or just, or just leave. So much more pressure now. Or just leave it on. Yeah, that. just turn it over. So I'm just tur- looking at it. Well, honestly, we'll forget okay. about it. I paused it. Twenty minutes in. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> we'll forget about it twenty minutes in. So, I'm still waiting um. for. Sal to get here. Oh, Sal is gonna come. Sal is gonna come. Okay, I wasn't sure we should start. Okay, and on, and honestly, okay, the point of this, real quick, is not to like, it's not a performance or something. It's not like polished or anything, right? But the the goal t- is just like. <laughs> exactly. No, it's just to like. Hope hopefully, like you know how like last meeting we had like just so many golden nuggets uh-huh, and like. Yeah. If we ever get to that point, we just want it to be like, oh crap, I like I wish it was recorded or something. Like yeah. after a while we're literally gonna forget and then like once we say something really awesome, like we'll go back and like yeah. check it out, try to like art. That's try what to I did with my interview with Abby. It. Was like I recorded the whole thing because she said so much good stuff. But we didn't I didn't, we didn't yeah. say anything different because it was recorded. So yeah. like, and like you can take that information yeah. and you can process it. But you know, you just can't retain everything yeah. verbatim, like, and have it, you know, in you, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Cool. Yeah, so we don't have forms, like, talk, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, how was your guys' week? Good. Um, I did not meet all my goals, but. Can we review our goals and yes. what we said? I have them up right now. Okay. Um, Shaden was an Aspen. How was Aspen? I know I talked to you since then, but it was insane. It's dope. Didn't get any of my goals done though. I actually deteriorated. <laughs> Did you paint white on all your fingernails? I painted white on my nostrils. <laughs> totally shouldn't be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. I'm so oh, stupid. Oh no. Okay, anyway. Um, because you went snowboarding, right? Yeah, I had snow just yeah, flying all over. Yeah, that's why. S H A I D E N. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the code now? Like, oh yeah, I went to Aspen. Yeah. Is that is that the code? Let me go Aspen. You went to me real quick. <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> pretty. That's a pretty relevant um, symbol. Anyway, okay. <laughs> yeah, dude. Up in Aspen. He's like, oh, I actually never got on the plane. Um, okay. Yeah, so I didn't get anything done last week, really. Well, did you do daily meditation? I did meditate a lot, yeah. But <laughs> do you want to know what you wrote? My fingernails aren't white yet. Yeah. Because I've been biting my nails. Probably because I was white. <laughs> so that sucks, but I really want to work on that this week. Okay. You know what? What else would I put on? I think next week we're going to bring shaded nail polish and he's going to paint them at the meeting. And we're going to get it on film. Do you want to do white or clear? You want white nails? Well, I don't want to do nail polish. Well, if you do clear, people can't tell. Okay, how about this? Here, you guys can all look at my nails. Okay, I bite my nails horrendously. Why don't we just take your nails off? 
Just take your nails and pliers. Okay, so. Pliers. Pluck them out. Like that's like metal nails. If I don't have white on all my nails by next meeting, you guys get to paint my nails pink. Dude, I. Pink? Okay. okay. I'm typing that out right now. Dude. So okay. Yeah. I think. That'll actually, scare the shit out of me. I'm not down. <laughs> Wait, are we agreeing to this? Yeah, but okay. if I have white on all my nails, if like on the tip. Yeah. If I have like even a sliver of fucking white on there, okay? On the tips. On the tips, right? Like it just has to be evenly a sliver of white. <laughs> on each yeah. one. Okay? Just fingers. go get them French tip. <laughs> get a full on Mary French Petty. tip is like just the tip is white. Really? But it's all yeah. glossy. So you get that like... done. I need to get my nails done for an interview. You want to go? I'd okay. actually be pretty down to like get a manicure and then. Okay, next meeting so is I... going to be okay. at Happiness <laughs> Happiness just Nails. So I like because I feel like if, I feel like <laughs> if, I, if I pay for it, I won't uh -huh. like want to like bite them. You know what I mean? And I'm like, whenever I associate money to things, how much is a manicure? Um. My dreams all count on how much they cost. Probably twenty. Okay, I'm pretty down actually. Okay, okay well, I'm gonna say if Shaden does not have. I, I associate white money tips. with all my goals. Like, I have a bunch of. I literally had like $500 pinned to my wall, and every week that I like would like follow through on things uh -huh. that I want, like I just like take it off and I get to keep it. If I don't follow through, then I have to burn it. So, what, so are you burning 20 back? I did burn one. No, not on this one. No. Okay. But, no. Got okay. it. But I will. Okay. Anyway. That's good though. Because you, you, like, you have a consequence. I'm just like yeah. financially yeah. motivated on everything. That's stupid. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast. Uh, I, I think I brought her up last time. She's uh, Jenna Kutcher. She's, okay. She has a podcast called Gold Digger. Okay. And uh, she was gold talking about gold. Nice. Like, oh, I thought you said gold digger. No, it sounds yeah. like it. Yeah. Gold, Play on words. Gold digger. Yeah. Gold digger. Please stop. Digger. Please stop. <laughs> no, no. Gold digger. Gold. I thought you said gold digger. Gold. Gold. Gold digger. Gold. Gold digger. Gold. G-O-A-L. Digger. I don't have that on it. <laughs> but anyway, she talks about like money mindset and how like sometimes we have like a negative money mindset. Like we're scared or like we're striving in the wrong ways or we're always on a on a scarcity mindset. And she was like, if you live in abundance mindset, then you're gonna be way more effective with your money and like have just, just a better relationship. So our brains yeah. like wired uh -huh. to, to like default to uh -huh. like a negative money mindset. Yeah. Probably mm -hmm. because like the way we were like trained, like save, growing save, up, save. it's yeah. always like, yeah, save your money, mm -hmm. don't spend it, don't scarcity. let it go away. Yeah. 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 I didn't listen, I didn't get to listen to the whole thing because I was getting ready and then I had to go, but um, I recommend it. I mean, Abundance I know mindset is everything. What is? Abundance. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah. goal gold digger and yeah. she's like an amazing entrepreneur like multi-millionaire and yeah she's just like and her husband is uh he's just more of like a content guy mm -hmm. and she's more of like a driven woman but he has his own business too of uh um sorry of like fitness coaching or something mm -hmm. like that but like nice. she it's not like he doesn't do anything or he doesn't make money, but like she makes more money because yeah. she's like an entrepreneur. She's like, that's why I watched that. Yeah. That's what? That's why I watched that podcast. <laughs> because she's a woman in power. Yeah. Woman in power. No, I'm gonna. But um. No. But yeah, um, it's a really good podcast. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, that abundance mindset is super mm -hmm. important, especially uh, Tony Robbins. Um, he, he mentions, he gives this example of how, do you know Tony Robbins? Oh God, oh God. Tony Robbins is gonna change your fucking world. He'll rock, he'll rock your, your socks yeah, right off. It's like the best motivational speaker of all time. 
Okay. But like pretty much. Um, <laughs> but in short, he has this uh, example he gives where uh, he talks about in the brain. There's a thing I forgot what it's called. Um, but basically, when you put uh, your vision on something, mm-hmm. you start to notice it more. Uh huh. Yeah. So like if you like, let's say you bought. He gives this example. He what's that word? If you if you bought a green Camry. Uh-huh. You're driving you're gonna a, notice. You're going to notice a bunch of people driving green Camrys. Yeah. But you wouldn't have noticed it before because. Did you talk about him last meeting? I might have brought this example you know two meetings ago or something uh-huh. Uh-huh. um but like the same thing with the abundance mindset or like opportunity mindset you start to notice opportunities and you start to like yeah. take action on those you're, you're just aware and receptive of it mm-hmm. when it's on the forefront of your mind mm-hmm. you know so yeah. it's, it's the same thing like um I feel like there's nothing, you know, everybody talks about like all this manifestation thing and it's not really a man. like I don't think there's any like magical like law of attraction. All it is is that it's all already, all these like stimuli are already here uh-huh. and like once you focus on like, the abundance one versus the scarcity or you know whatever you're focusing on, mm-hmm. that's when you just start recognizing the opportunities that they were there all along though, you know, like it's not like yeah. suddenly good things just start happening to you, it's that you're just more receptive to good things happening to you. No, yeah. yeah, it's not like, like magical. The, like, the opportunity is always there. Yeah. Um, and if you focus on the negative ones, you'll take the negative opportunities, and if you focus on the positive ones. Yeah. You know. So almost like a self-fulfilling like prophecy, like, yeah. you know, like law of attraction, then like, yeah. you know people are like negative on law of attraction. They're, they're negative on so, Well, like a lot of people are. Like a lot of people say like, oh, like I don't believe in the law of attraction, like it doesn't work. What exactly is well, that? The law of attraction is tricky, because they, I'm kind of like... I think I don't like the fluff around the law of attraction, which is like the, the saying that like it'll magically manifest into your life. It's That's not, kind of the, the what they it paints that picture, right? It's not magical manifestation. It's just that you're being receptive to a certain like yeah. frequency of things occurring. You know? And, yeah. I don't know. It's like if you put like, positive energy and like your receptiveness, but you mm-hmm. also like work hard to yeah. get it. Magically, things good things will happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. But I feel like there's like that that like, fluff around it, like you said. It's just like the like the movie The Secret, which is like the big one, you know. I haven't seen it. And the book, the, the book secret? and the movie are like really. Have you seen The, the, the Secret? Is fluff. You guys can watch it. It'll give you a good idea of like what the <laughs> fucking fluff hashtag. <laughs> you know, but like it's good. It gives you a good understanding of what the law of attraction's about. But then it like goes like too far on like money attraction. It's all about money. Like most, I, feel I like was most just of talking about that with a friend last night. Like, if what? you focus too much on one thing and it's all like it's everything centers around that thing, then you're gonna be wrong. Like, um, like Freud did with sex, or Freud or uh, Marx did with money. Then you're gonna yeah. like you can't just like make assumptions on the whole world based on like one thing. You have to have like a broader picture. Ooh. Same thing with our goals, right? Mm-hmm. That's good. Because mm-hmm. like when you're so like let's say money focused. Mm-hmm you know, your relationships might fall apart. Mm-hmm. And you're definitely, like, you're not right in that field. Mm-hmm. Or, like, uh, your your kindness, or, like, how you, mm-hmm. you know, or, like... But if you think that the world is centered around money, then you're going to make all your decisions, or, yeah. or also, like, everything you see, mm-hmm. you're going to um, use that to evidence what you're saying, because you're going to use that bias of yeah. everything surrenders around money, so you can... So, like, you can see something and, um, 
so like Freud did, so like you see... Everything was sex. Yeah, everything's right? yeah. centered around sex, but like he, he made good points. <laughs> okay, Freud. I know, right? He made good points that make a lot of sense. I know, right? But I mean, I like Freud's... I, no, I, I do actually. I like Freud, but, but it's like if you're just saying that everything, everything is about that, then you're wrong. You're gonna be wrong. Because things are not black and white like that. But I think like if you do have that focus, mm -hmm. whatever you do like focus on, mm -hmm. you will achieve like if you're all mm -hmm. about money, mm -hmm. like other aspects of your life I think will definitely falter. Yeah. But like mm -hmm. you will have money. balance. You will have money. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah, really but like you'll sacrifice like <laughs> you'll work uh -huh. um, like 12 hours a day and stay away from your family yeah. to like make money. Mm -hmm. You'll have the money, but then like yeah. you need the balance or you yeah. need um, this totally. just like, yeah. Or your life's gonna fall apart. Life's gonna fall apart. This thing right here, I heard this in a book on, on Blinkist. It's work, family, health, friends, integrity. And they basically say, your life is like juggling these five balls, right? Yeah. Of work, family, health, friends, and integrity. Um, and the only one that you can drop that you can't pick back up is family. So you have to make sure that you never drop that one. Yeah. Like, the other ones you can pick back up, right? Like, eventually. But, you know, you have to make sure, like, that one's made out of glass. All the other ones are made out of rubber. Interesting. Yeah. What, so, like, uh, what book is that? I can't remember the, the book. I always just, like, all these things are, this is, like, my grow notes category. Okay. But <laughs> there's, like... I don't know, I just like that little analogy. Yeah. You know, when you're setting your goals, you have to be like making sure that they're like 20% each, pretty much. Like you shouldn't be putting like 50% of your, because you only have 100% of yeah. your attention that you can give out, right? So it's like 20. You have to divide it equally. Yeah. I you have, have more? I have more. You function at a full brain capacity. Full brain capacity. But like, you know what I mean? Like, so that's kind of interesting. Like, you got to make sure you don't drop your last ball. Yeah. One, once you drop it. You really, that that's interesting that they say that family is that. I mean, instead of integrity. I think integrity you can get back. You can you can repent. You know, you can come back from it ultimately. Like, you can falter. Yeah. And, I, I agree though. I, they're, they're all like, it's not like rubber and glass. They're, yeah. It's like a continuum of like rubber to glass. Yeah, but also like, like family, I mean, I guess if you do drop that, but then you can come back to, I mean, hopefully you they'll could, I guess. do that. But, but, I think that was just I mean, their way of saying it was like, yeah. you know, you can drop the ball at work and guess what? In a year, you can probably figure things out. Uh -huh. Or in a month or a week, you can probably yeah. like come back. Like if you just like didn't go to work one day. Get a new job. Probably, like, come, mm -hmm. Yeah, you can like, you can rebound. You know, mm -hmm. for for health, like say you you spend a day just fucking drinking and partying and mm -hmm. you know I don't know cutting your arm off. Well, that would be good, or like cutting your arm off. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't regenerate. Yeah, you, okay. <laughs> anyway, you can probably you, you can recover. Friends, yeah. like you can always find new friends. Your friends yeah. will always like come back. I guess integrity is pretty important too. But I feel like if that if you that that one's pretty glass because like if you drop that and you break your integrity, like it takes a lot well, it's to build that. to put it back together. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yes, I, I would classify almost all of them as glass and one where like some of them are just harder glass and some of them are like yeah. some of them are like sugar glass and some of them are like polycarbonate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because when you lose your integrity with a certain group of people. That's pretty much hard to build back with that group. <laughs> That's hard to build back with that group. But you can start integrity with a different group. But like with this group, that's going to be hard to build back. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> you're not even listening. You're talking about, thinking about your name. Yeah. I do know what you mean. Yeah. I agree. 
That was an interesting one. I was also going to say there's another thing that I have. It's called the seven step method. Okay. Ooh. This is basically like, I heard this in some other book. I can't remember which book. I only take the important parts out of books, but um, it's basically a step one, decide what you want and be specific. I was thinking we can do this, potentially, mm -hmm. you know, like on one, like if there's one that we, like is a bigger one that we really want to accomplish, you know? Yeah. Um, step one is? Step one is decide what you want and be specific. Step two is write down a specific goal. Step three is set a date, a realistic date by which you think you can accomplish it. Mm -hmm. I can make you go through these again too. Yeah. Um, step four is write down a list of every single tiny piece of sand that you could possibly do that you could little little drops in the direction of your goal. Anything. A list of every basically everything I can possibly piece do. of sand within that. Including obstacles and additional knowledge and skills that you might need. Just you basically that's like the free writing moment, right? Where you just go everything related to mm -hmm. this goal, right? Things that are gonna get in the way, things that I need to I need to have another skill, I need to have this degree, I need to have this, whatever I need, right? Yeah. All of those things. Um, then you go on step five and you start sorting that list and you prioritize the most beneficial tasks and then you add those tasks to your calendar, right? like specifically time blocked in your calendar. That's step five. Oh. Um, start six is start on tasks right away. Step six. Um, and then step seven is do something every single day to achieve those goals, you know? Basically have one of those pieces of sand in your calendar every day or more, you know, but like actually put it in the calendar. You know? it's, it's almost like the smart method, but I think it's a little bit more yeah, detailed. Uh -huh. Like smart is there. There's a lot of similar. Yeah, they I mean, all like because they all they both did work. But I, I like the way this is put. Yeah. Oh, and then ask for advice, right? Like network with people and ask for advice on how to achieve my goals more quickly. Everyone you know is gonna have some idea on how you could achieve that goal totally. a little bit more quickly. And then you just you stay on it with that list, you know, and, uh -huh. and reprioritize and be like, oh shit, this, you know, Anton just told me this task might help, like, you know, not even playing with my nails, right? Mm -hmm. So now I need to like make sure that that's like high priority, and, like, you know, so yeah, kind of a cool little method. That's yeah, cool. I like that. And it's kind of hard to ask sometimes, like if yeah. you if you need help, mm -hmm. like it's hard to be like, hey, like I need help, yeah. mm -hmm. you know. Gotta but everybody, aside totally. And... But everybody has like a golden nugget of. Mm -hmm what works for them. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. I'm definitely at big things lately. I want full integrity. I don't want to bite my nails anymore and I never want to watch porn another day in my life. Say it louder for the podcast. I don't want to bite my nails anymore. What was the first one? Uh, that was the first one. You want to live <laughs> <You> with <forgot>. <laughs> <laughs> integrity. You want to live with integrity. You don't want to bite your nails and you never want to watch porn another day in your life. Yeah, okay. Thank you. That's what I want to do. So... And obviously, I want to like have passive income, but that's like in terms of the ones that I like. I, but I feel need like that'll happen, come into you know? line if you live with full integrity. Exactly. I mean, the biting nails—that's just like a personal habit. But, but it, it can be into other things. Mind. It's a yeah, state, state of mind. Yeah, state of mind. It's like it's just like a physical manifestation of what, yeah. what's going on in my brain. So yeah. And then I feel I like it, and it gives peace, you control of tranquility. Yeah. Like, uh huh. It's about being mindful and not just letting your subconscious control your life. Yes. It's about having control over your mind, you know? That's true. Same thing with all things. And As he picks with, his nails. <laughs> with, yeah, with, with anything though, you know? It's like, well, see, that's why I need a fucking manicure because there's like a bunch of these little pieces Let's hanging go. off. I need to and get I'm my just like, done. Does it hurt? I, the manicure? I've gotten one before. Oh, I mean, 
really <laughs> honestly i have i like it's nice uh i was in well one one in hong in hong kong when i went we're like the gayest straight guys you'll ever meet okay? love it i was okay two, I got oh, two, I got don't two, even I'm let's not, not even okay. get into what jj likes <laughs> to, the gay, <laughs> to the gayest straight guys <laughs> i just said we're the gayest straight guys you'll ever meet i mean i got i got two pedicures in my life <laughs> two and honestly nice. whenever i've you went get, you just got like, the two times i've went no no well one okay. time i got a snowman <laughs> but that was like I, I was last weekend. Weekend. No, no, I, no, I was like 10 years old and my mom took me like with my brother sisters? I have an older sister I did that um, once I did that with my but like voice. it was like cause I'm like a funny yeah. guy kind of yeah. and I'm just like hey like I'm gonna go funny. snowman on my toe like I think that's funny <laughs> that's hilarious Anton thinks he's a funny guy funny guy funny how <laughs> fucking funny guy oh, yeah. funny how like a clown you think I'm funny funny how you think pedicures are girly yeah huh you have pedicures every day Right. All day, every day, eh? Yeah. My bonus. Nothing unmanly about clean toenails, huh? Nothing like a Monday morning pedicure, right? <laughs> right full work, cornell confident. <laughs> right. JJ, I'm super uh, stoked that you came a second, you know, a second week in a row. Oh, I mean, why, why wouldn't I? I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just cool, you know. Um, yeah, just because, like, I... It means I, that you find value. Yeah, it's like you found va- find value, and, like, you know, I appreciate, like, your time, too. Like, coming over... Because, like, it's hard for everybody to coordinate and to, like, make yeah. time to do this. Like, it's super... Um, I don't know, it's just, it's just hard for people to do. It's, like, undervalued or something. Like, people don't take the time to, like... Yeah, you guys told me that when you, like... When I first saw you guys at the coffee shop, you're like, people just don't do this, and, like, people don't take time. But it's, like, well, need to... They don't, yeah, you know Benjamin Franklin, um, he's, he's, um, from like autobiographies and stuff, I used to read him a lot, and he used to, he, he read like five, six hours a day, and what he said was it like made him make better business decisions, because he was so conscious about, um, like he really took that time, like in that time of the hours of reading and stuff, he took time just to reflect on what he like wanted and what he was doing, like conscious thought of just like quiet, like, Am I making this decision or is it like impulsive? Like, what is my actual process? Like, why am I doing what I want? Like, and he just like took time to reflect on what he's yeah. doing. Um, and I think it just makes it a conscious effort yeah. for us to like, and it helps. Like, honestly, yeah. like I have more clarity from you guys and your input. Same. Like, personally, like I just feel more clear. Mm-hmm. It's not like stuck in my head. Yeah. You know, because we're like talking. Even if this is just like, verbally processing everything and we. Like, I made the YouTube channel. Yeah. And I just recorded my third video. Awesome. Nice. I'm going to go like it. <laughs> Give me some likes. Do it. Yeah. That's awesome. Although so, you know. Yeah, dude. Yo, you what? Didn't, you didn't subscribe to my YouTube channel. <laughs> what the heck, Shane? Well, I can subscribe uh, and then give you a name. AM a- M- Music TV. Mm-hmm. Plug. I'll put it in the caption below. <laughs> Actually, could you subscribe to me right now? Can you like? I want, I want to watch you do it. <laughs> For the you guys all better you. subscribe when I make pillow talk. I will. Wait, honestly, I you said. Well, I but I know like Morgan and Rachel. I'm not really Rachel, but like Morgan. well, then you'll enjoy the conversation. A.M. Space Music. 
TV. But I thought you said, uh, well, I trust you not to go and blab and be first like, video Morgan got... said this. Well, I don't know if I want to know what yeah, Morgan said. Yeah, honestly, on one of them I level. should not post if you, because you know Garen. I have so many fucking Gmails, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What well, she's like, talking like about Garen, and then I look at oh, Garen, and I'm like, Because uh, I make them, I yeah, just made, like, it was in my scamming days when I had to, like, make new accounts for OfferUp all the time, because I get kicked off OfferUp. I mean, I don't know if I should put that For selling, like, microchips from China. Like, I mean, I yeah, to watch dude, I like, use like, my shit all the time. That's funny. But thank you. AM TV, Oh, fuck, right? it's already AM Music 50. TV. What the hell? Are you waiting for I work at 9.30. Oh, my God. Oh, shoot. It's already 8.50. But that's why we met so early. Yeah, yeah. crazy. Yeah. No, I know, I know. Uh, that's crazy. I just, I'm just surprised it flew that last. Wait, so you got set up for robbery. Crazy. Crazy. So <laughs> I literally like I'm meeting up with this chick on Opera to sell like two Macs. She wanted them for her and her sister. She's like twenty six hundred for both. Cool, it's a good deal for her, you know. Like I, I was stoked. Anyway, I'm like, all right, we'll meet at Panera. So we meet at Panera. She gets there and she's like, what kind of car are you in? And I was like, it doesn't matter because I'm inside. You know, I'm, I'm right next to the entrance. Just come on in. You know. And she's like, well, what kind of car are you in? And I was like, I'm not in a fucking car, you idiot. So <laughs> anyway, she finally comes in after like ten minutes. What were you like, meeting? At Panera. Okay. At, at, um, at the mall. Lacoste, yeah. Oh, okay. Got it. Um, and I was just like trying to get her to come inside. She just That's how it works. You like sit down at the table, you check out the computer, and she hands you cash and she leaves, right? Anyway, she walks inside, looks, and she's like, hey, um, oh god, I forgot the money in the car. You know, I gotta go back out and get it. And I was like, okay, this is weird, you know? So I'll try to simplify this story because it goes, there's a god. lot of details, okay? But she goes back out to her car and then she texts me. And she's like, hey, um, so I'm really baked and I accidentally spent $50 of the money on gas to get here, so I need to go to the ATM and get $50 more. She goes to the ATM. What the hell? Right? And then she's like, can you just meet me at the ATM instead of at Panera? And I'm like, no. Like, I don't meet instead of, like, yeah. in a public place. Like, it needs to be in a room with cameras and everything, you know? Yeah. Um, and I was like, no, like, for your safety, you're the one with all the cash. Like, you know, yeah. you're a girl. Like, you should be wanting to meet in Panera. So, totally. anyway. She wouldn't do it. She's like, hey, you know, like, I'm late for work already. Can we just meet over here real quick? You know, I, I gotta go. I knew that she wasn't late because an hour later, I'm still fucking with these idiots, okay? They didn't realize that I was onto their shit yeah. immediately. Like, she's sitting in her car. She walks out of Panera, right, that yeah. first time, gets in her car, reclines the seat all the way. Her boyfriend's in the, in the driver's seat, right? And they're trying to get me to drive over to the ATM so they can see what kind of car I'm in, right? Sorry, and she on. asked me, she's like, what kind of car are you in, you know? And meet me over at the ATM. She's like, I'm here right now, I'm over at Walmart. And I'm like, I see you in your fucking car. I didn't say that, right? Uh -huh. So at this point, I was like, all right, fuck you guys. I'm gonna ruin your day. Right? Like, so I, dude, I spent five hours fucking with these people. All What'd over you town. do? Okay, I just led them on a wild goose chase. So you I just was drove like, her all around. No, I was like, I, okay, I told them I was like, look, I'm at Walmart. Like, I'm here. Okay, like I just got here, you know. And I was still in Panera, and I watched their car just take off. Like they started it and just took off over to Walmart. So then I get in my car and I follow them, and I'm right behind them, and they don't know what kind of fucking car I'm in. So I put my baseball hat on and my glasses and my jacket. This is kind of right? oh, it's gnarly. I like I literally spent the whole fucking day. I just Wasted my whole day doing this. Like, <laughs> it was like so much fun. Was this at nighttime or this? It was during the day. It was oh, like wow. one o'clock. Oh my god. Um, it went all afternoon though. So we go over to Walmart. I see them. I'm I'm right behind them, and I see him pull over. And she gets out of the car and does it. You know, straightens out her hair. She's like the decoy, right? Like the the good looking decoy. Oh my god. So that he can like. I'm assuming she's gonna go over, right? Um, try to do the exchange, and then he's gonna run over and grab the laptops or something, and then she'll be like, oh no. Like, you know, some little scam or some yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, and I just knew that they were full of it because they lied so many times yeah. throughout the process of where they were and they were just trying to figure out what car I was in. Um, 
So I fucking told her, I was like, I'm in Walmart. So she goes, walks around Walmart, right? And I'm just sitting in the car looking at her boyfriend. Like, I can see him right there. And he's all, like, edgy. And he keeps, like, moving parking spots to, like, she called he's, the like, cops playing lookout. I call the cops, right? And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, hey, I just wanted you guys to know that there's a robbery in progress. And the fucking robbers are in a Hyundai, um, well, it was like a... Hyundai Veloster hatchback, uh-huh. silver. So I like told him, and I was like, like you know, hey, there's two people. Like gave them their descriptions. And everything. You sell laptops. I was like, they're trying. Yeah, I was like, I sell laptops for a living. Like they're trying to rob me right now. Um, you know, but I'm I'm currently about five steps ahead of them, and we're on a wild goose chase around the world. <laughs> so I was like, if you guys want to sting these faggots, like come over here, you know, like let's verbatim use guys, those you know? words. Literally, dude. I'm like, fuck them. I'm sick of people like this. So oh, did they get so didn't get busted. Oh. Um, because they didn't commit a crime. Yeah, they didn't. You know, so like, anything, yeah. but, but you I, sh- I kept leading them around. I was like, <laughs> I, they were like, where are you? I'm in Walmart. I just searched the whole store and I was like, oh, I went over to Starbucks because this seems really weird. So then I watch her run over to Starbucks and the, you know, the car switches positions, right? And I'm literally just following the guy around the line. He, he starts looking at my car because my car stands out. It's red, has racks, yeah. it's tinted, you know, like it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't blend in. No. So no. he had seen my car next to him like five times, right? Oh, shit. So he started like getting suspicious, but he couldn't, he didn't know it was me because they're fucking idiots. And like, so, you know, somehow he didn't know. Anyway, just led them around the parking lot a bunch, and then three cop cars roll into the parking lot, and I see him look, I'm like watching him, I see him look over at the cop car, so I text them, right, and I'm like, I'm like, don't worry, they know what kind of car you're in, <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck do you mean, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, don't worry, I gave them your descriptions too, and I'm, I just start like throwing these like abstract little jabs at them just to like shake them, you know, she runs back to the car, and they just start freaking out, and the cops are driving all over the place. And like I told them, Hyundai Veloster, silver, like unmarked plates, like they didn't have plates on the car. Yeah. Um, they didn't stop them. They didn't stop them, dude. But the fucking cops drove around. I know. That's what I told them. She was like, they didn't commit a crime. And I was like, they're, they're driving with with no license plates. Boom, crime right there. Bust their asses. Go look in the trunk. I guarantee you. Like on her offer up, there's like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Michael Kors, like a bunch of purses and watches and stolen shit. You know. Um, they were gonna try to fucking rob me blind, little fuckers. And then, dude, this, the text that I sent, check out the. I was just like, I just. Oh my god, dude! I had to do this. This is something that nobody. Oh, I wish it got busted, dude. I wanted it so bad. I wanted that to happen so bad. Dude. Look at this. I was like, I was like, they know what car you're in. No worries. Ah, did the cops scare you out of your little Bonnie and Clyde stunt? <laughs> the sad part is how obvious he made the whole thing. Unmarked car. Oops, I forgot my money. Let's meet somewhere else. You can do so much better, Gina. I believe in you, winky face. And then I was like, I was like, tell him yes, it was the guy in the red hatchback with tinted windows who we parked next to multiple times. And yes, I was one step ahead of you fucking retards. And yes, the police came. And yes, I wasted your time because you had the audacity to fucking waste mine. Anyway, that was like completely unnecessary. Did they respond? They didn't respond, but they read them. So. Are you scared yeah. of like... They don't know Do shit. They, can't, they don't know what kind of car I'm in to this day. Well, I guess they do. They know it's a red hatchback, but like, I mean, they don't even live here. They live in Oceanside, so like. Do they? I don't think they got your license plate at all. I don't think they saw. They weren't. They weren't aware because by the time they had like left the parking lot, like I texted them all that after they had like already like jetted out. But I just wanted to be like. And I wasted fucking four hours of your theft time. <laughs> anyway. So. Dude, I bet they do that all the time, though. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's such a up. horrible way to make money. To, like, make your uh, dude, life. Like, I bought a bunch of shit off these, this couple once. They literally opened up their trunk, because I was, like, buying a, a Dyson vacuum, right? And, like, 
Not that that's really relevant, but like I was buying a Dyson vacuum from them, <laughs> and they opened up their trunk and they've got like six GoPros, they got a bunch of Dyson fans, all with the shipping labels ripped off. And they basically just go around porches and grab everybody's stuff, right? That lands on the porch, and then Amazon sends the people a new one. It's like a pretty victimless crime, essentially. Yeah. Um, except Amazon. But anyway, so I was like, hey, I'll buy your whole trunk. I want it all. Like, you know, I gave them like three grand for literally everything, and then I sold it all off. Um, but that was gnarly too, dude. I realized their little scam. Like, they, these little couples like, just drive around. Do you like, feel like that's okay? I feel like it's okay. Yeah. To, to buy stolen products? Because you don't know that it's stolen. But I don't feel like I, that's I can't confirm that it's stolen. But you know. Like, this but could be stolen. Like, this laptop actually is probably stolen, But honestly. would you count that as living with complete integrity? I mean, not to, like, the highest degree, I will admit, but... But not I mean, the lowest degree. I don't think it's the, I don't think it's the lowest degree. I know, goal, I know what you mean. That's but true. You can't, like, honestly, like, anything you buy used could be stolen. So you could be dealing in stolen goods. And it's not my job to be like, I think it's stolen. It's how you make your money. everything within your power like, to, to live with You know what I mean? I know what you mean. I know what you mean, but I think that's that's where I draw the line is because I like literally anything I buy used, anything you buy on offer ever Craigslist could be stolen. It's just my suspicion that it's stolen. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna be they're not gonna be like, oh yeah, we sell stolen goods and then I'm like, okay, I buy them. You know, it's like But it's like a mindset sell- of knowing, like if you do know, or it's within your power to know. Definitively. Questionable, I don't know. I don't know, yeah. I'm I'm just saying But I know what you mean. I mean I mean, honestly, most computers have probably been stolen at one point or another. Most of the computers are probably sold. You know, I buy them on Craigslist and offer up, and this one I got for a thousand bucks with two thousand. The guys probably stole it. They wanted cash for it. Like, who knows? If you want a computer, by the way, I don't know. When I said I, when I, when I, said I sold Max, you just broke down for a second. I have like three computers right now. You do you need a Mac? Like, I have a twelve, a thirteen inch, and a fifteen inch right now. This is the fifteen. So, can you always let me know. The cheapest one, I have it listed for 750 but I would do 700 It's, gold, it's a gold MacBook 12. It's nice. And it comes with all the software and everything. It's clean, low cycles on the battery. They're sick. It comes with a box. Rage is like, I want one. Yeah. No, it's a good deal. I've, like, I've pretty much hooked up every single one of my friends with a Mac, so if you need a Mac, just let me know. And so it's another chat. Or I'll send pictures too. Macs are stupid expensive. Like, yeah. stupid the cheapest expensive. I could get this for was, which is actually pretty good, I think. 850 like you yeah. get student uh, discount. Did you buy used oh, yeah, okay. or new? Nope. Did you finance store. it? Nope. Well, and the sketchy oh, part is I like... I financed when I got it. Uh-huh. It's paid, it's off. It's paid, off, it's now. paid off now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my but friend did that. 18, per, 18 months, zero uh-huh. percent. Yeah. Yeah, if yeah. you can pay it off within that. But then if you can't... Then, then they you charge you the interest on the initial total. amount. So like Which 300 is bucks. That's fair. Remember at they the time, the like, at, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. My business. If you can't pay it off and you borrow like, the yeah, money, you're the one that fucked up. Like, yeah. 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 But my business professor, like, he was just so strict on like not having debt, not having credit cards and stuff like that. And like, I have a credit card, and I think like you can use it in a good way, and you kind of do need I to think build you up should, credit. You have to. But he doesn't think so. He thinks like he thinks he's oh, very, God. very conservative. Old school. On that. Yeah. Very old school. Yeah. So, Dave Ramsey. But, uh, yeah. but he is like, if you don't have the money to buy something, then don't buy it until you have, like, you know, just Rich wait dad, the months that you would dad. be paying it off and just save that. So, yeah. I don't know. I yeah. kind of like apply that halfway. So like, 
I only use my credit card for trips, and then I pay it off before I go on my next trip or something like that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, yeah. So it's worked out so far, except for the last trip I went on. <laughs> Um, but I need to pay it off. Right now it's not building, gaining any interest for one full year. And yeah. so in May, it's going to start gaining interest. So I need to just pay it off before May. As long as you're not paying yeah. interest, then fucking use credit. How, how much is on it? If you for don't, now, it's Okay. So you can pay I, it off before May. That's when the 0% Well, here's ends. the thing. Right now, right now I can't because mm-hmm. I'm drawing out of my savings to live. Yeah. Because I don't have like a good job, yeah. a full-time job. But if I get the Ritz-Carlton, if I get the Ritz-Carlton, I'll be set. But if I get that, then when? my first paycheck is going to go to, like, alleviating any debt. Awesome. Yeah. And then work towards paying off my student loans. Awesome. And then... Um, How many student loans do you have? I have 27000 in student loans. But if I pay that off in 10 years, it's going to be 34000 So it's stupid. But you if I get a... default on them. No, twenty-seven thousand isn't worth the default. I'm just saying. <laughs> don't don't listen to Shannon. <laughs> I don't want to ruin myself. Like I want to I want to put myself in the really? best yeah. position possible. Wait, what? But then it's always there. Wait, what? You can't. Loans. In the U.S., it's legal to default. But you can't get out of them, really. It's like BKing. But then, but how do you trim But it ruins your credit. It'll ruin your credit. It'll ruin. Yeah, like why do I want to do that if I have the ability not to do that? It'll ruin your credit. I don't know, man. It will, dude. We'll yeah, be able yeah, to buy. A, we'll be able to buy a house. Two years. Cheat it. Cheat it. It ruins your. But like credit is clean within two years. Seven years. So. Seven. No, not, yeah. not seven years. Yeah, two bro. to three years, you can have a completely refreshed credit. Yeah, but profile. here's the thing. Say I get a good job and I pay it off in two to three years, then I, I don't that's even a better have to struggle. Because otherwise, we're paying it. I agree. But like, you know. Do what's best for the greatest amount of people. Fucking loot. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, if you help it go down, it'll go down faster, right? True. But there's a pretty big hole in it right now, man. This fucking welfare and medical system. That's why you gotta make your own retirement. There's a a big leak. It's like the bottom half of the ship is just cut off. And it's just the top half with no buoyancy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the Titanic. It's actually 17 like minutes before it. Yeah. And then like one wave comes through, which actually just kind of happened with like PG&E going bankrupt. So, like, I don't know if you oh, saw that, right? No. Yeah, Wait, they, not Procter Gamble. No, Fisky Gas and Electric. Oh, not into that. Huge. Yeah. Oh, really? There's like a bunch of things going to PK right now. I'm like, it's basically it, man. Good thing you pulled your money out, in my opinion. Dude, I know it's still going up, but I think it's going to go back down. Yeah, Gary Vee's talking about the economic collapse. It's and not, also, uh, what's his name? Um, it's not really going up as a market. The market is like stabilizing. But it's, individual stocks are still like... So many stocks are so down. Like four, de- negative 40%, negative 50%. Like, but the Dow is still pretty high. But it's like, basically, like there's so many signs that the economy is... <laughs> like going down mm-hmm. and even um, there's a guy I listen to uh, financial education on YouTube and he's so like what's called bullish on the market basically like believes that it's going to go up mm-hmm. it's, we're not going to have a crash we're not going to go down but uh, even he was like you know he compiled all the information of like all these like yeah. huge hedge funds and they, he's basically like there's a 70 to 80 percent chance the economy is going to have a huge downturn by 2020 <laughs> this is the year man he doesn't think it's gonna be the biggest, but some people think so it's I, gonna I be better crazy. Get a good job but like, right save now. money, get out of debt as fast as you can. Yeah. Um, yeah. But gosh, also, gosh, gosh. This, this is the thing though: if the economy goes down, uh-huh. and you have some money, if you have some money, let's say, let's say you had five thousand dollars, mm-hmm. that time to buy in like a long-term window, yeah, you can so literally true. turn that five grand into fifty. 
That's, that's so the true. time where we get to. I, so like, it's an opportunity, but it's I how you look at it. For it to like not happen in 2020 and maybe happen in 22. Yeah, then totally. I can save up enough money to get a house. And it could. It crashes, and that'd be really good. My friend Tommy, uh, yeah. one one of my volleyball friends. He owns his house because he bought it when he, I mean, he's older, he's like, he might be like 30, but But yeah, it, it appreciated it. so much, uh -huh. right? Yeah. So like, well, I want to be able to be to buy, yeah. in a really good place and then let it crash. Yeah. Buy. And that, then it'll go back up again. I don't, I don't feel like no, the world's going No, it will. No, it never. Never does. No. But, um, what was I going to say? Oh, Tesla. Tesla's Tesla. down a lot, huh? I'm going for a test drive with, uh, for... For Tesla. My uncle's obsessed, and he's like, "Hey, I'm going on a test drive on Thursday. You want to go?" Well, the cars are so cheap now. Yeah. Four, four grand. Test drive yeah. We took a, a Model X P100D out, which is the fastest SUV. Like, uh -huh. killer. We did that for our last meeting because we had like a little New Year's meeting with me, Blaze, Caden, and Trevor. And like, oh, cool. I was like, we're test driving a fucking Model X. Wait, who, oh, just at the dealership or what? Yeah. And I was actually. They're like these kids can't sketchy. buy them. <laughs> these kids can't buy them. Yeah. They're not I, gonna. I got in the car and I was like. Super high. Dude. How did they let you in? She was, like, she, was, she, was, she was like, do you know how to put it in reverse? And I was like, not really. Because you like tap the little windshield. Oh my thing. god, <laughs> dude. And I was like, good thing it's self I, I looked back at the boys and I was like, good thing it's self driving. <laughs> dude. It was That's so bad. Um, that's awkward because I pretty much yeah, gotta go soon. Um, is there anything we should do in like two minutes? Uh, oh, oh god, I gotta go. I gotta go. It's because I work at nine thirty and it's okay. like a twenty minute drive. Oh, okay. Um, go go go. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. I will Get set. I'll set some goals today anyway. Cool, man. Um, and then I will. Like, I text put your long term goal in here. Dude, did, you have, did you have to? <laughs> like uh, Armand. Yeah, Armand did that. <laughs> oh, so uh. funny. That was so good. Oh, I wanted to ask you about lithium stock. Lithium stock? Yeah, what do you think about that? Um, li what company? I'm honestly not sure. Um, I just know my uncle has money in lithium stock, and right now it's like down. And like he said, it's him and my cousin have stock in it, and it's like taking the shirt off the back of their backs, if that's what he like said. But like he predicts that it's going to go way up. Well, this I I Bye, think. Have a good day at work. Bye. Bye. Later, man. Where did JJ go? Bathroom. Cool. Oh, okay. Okay. Bye. So. Can make it there on time. Yeah. I think. I think that. Um, batteries. I think. Well, Tesla. What they're doing now with batteries is. Um, Do you have stock in Tesla? No. Mm. And I don't plan to. Mm. You don't think um, it'll be successful? But you don't I, think it'll I, go up from here? Um, no, I think it def definitely will, but right now, it's so, I think it is overvalued, even though there's so much potential. Yeah. Like, because there's nobody that's even competing with Tesla yeah. right now, really. Like, they have all the market share, mm -hmm. and they're years and years ahead of everybody else. Mm -hmm. They're also, like, a like a battery company, like, they mm -hmm. just bought a company called Maxwell, mm -hmm. which is a big, like, battery lithium-like thing. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's, I think all the car companies are going to, like, try to have their own batteries yeah. and stuff. I think it could be good. I think I think the batteries for the electric cars yeah. is what's gonna pop. Yeah. So like somebody buys them out or they create their own car battery. Yeah. Like I think there's like it's a risk. Yeah. They call it um we call it a spec stock. Like it's speculative. Mm. So like there's a chance it can yeah. go up. Um 
Yeah, but like, you kind of got to do research yeah. uh, on the company and like who it does business with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think he's supporting the lithium because he also has stock in Tesla, so he's like hoping. Well, I mean, he's pretty pretty knowledgeable about like stocks and stuff. Like yeah. when I get into stocks, I would like to like have him help me. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it was like a penny stock. He said so. It's like super cheap, and he has a bunch in it. And then it depends what they're doing. Are they an actual company or are they? Honestly, I don't know. Because it could it, they could be posing as something like penny stocks are hard because like there's a reason they're so undervalued, so like cheap. Mm-hmm. And it's either because they really don't have value, they have a lot of debt, mm-hmm. they have like nothing going for them. Mm-hmm. But then like that stock could pop. Like I know a guy. Well, I don't really know him, but I drove him for Uber once that I met. Oh, nice. You drive Uber too? No, I In used. Sweden? I used to. Oh, okay. Now, now I just teach um, yeah. music, but I did Uber for two years. Uber yeah, and Lyft. That's awesome. Um, and it was good for a while, but now it's just like. I moved on, like, I found, like, what I want to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And this guy, he bought, uh, his friend told him to buy vape stock. Like, for vapes. Uh Like, before they really got popped, they popped. And that blew up. He bought it for, like, half a penny per share. Like, literally, like, Uh .005, like, something. And it literally blew up to, like, $34. And he put 500 bucks in. And oh my gosh! He, he so made, made, fun, he made sixteen money. million dollars or so. Are you um, if the math is right on that. Did you take it out? Um, you... Yeah. So literally, I asked him like, like, cause uh, I drove him to go get a haircut, or I brought him back from the barber or whatever. And he was telling me a story, and like, he literally, he didn't really look happy, honestly. Um, and I dropped him off in front of his house. He had two BMWs, a house paid for. He just lives off what he made. Literally got like so lucky. Yeah. That's crazy. But like it could pop, but that's like one in a million, like one in a billion, like that does not happen. Like no, yeah, that's crazy. So like, but I also feel like if you don't work, you're not gonna be happy. You're not gonna be happy. You have no purpose. Like, yeah. yeah. So I feel like even though he makes all that money, he should live like he doesn't. Yeah. And still work because. Not, yeah. Or if what he what he could do is like if he had all that money in like an account that like gave him interest yeah it was 16 million dollars even a million dollars if you're getting yeah. like two percent interest mm-hmm. you're making twenty thousand a year just for having your money there yeah. and like you know so like yeah so many ways to make money once you have that much money yeah that's so crazy. like you know but, but, it, but it's um, like we were talking about like a few weeks ago if you don't create the habits now then when you are rich it's not really either going to last or be as satisfying. That's why um, people who win the lottery, mm-hmm. they always go, they go broke. Mm-hmm. Right? Just blow it off. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. And yeah, that yeah. is crazy. Yeah, so I think what we're doing now is like the right thing. Yeah. You know? Forming those habits so that we can... Yeah. 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 I've, I've been working my butt off. Like the, awesome. the last, the last. Okay, tell us about what, you, what you've been doing this week. Okay. Um, this week has been um one i'm in school i'm in 11, 11 units oh nice you're in i mean oh not san, san marcos, not, not san oh, marcos. Okay. yeah i don't know yet okay um yeah. i applied i um, sent all my transcripts mm-hmm. that was a big win i sent all my transcripts nice. now i'm just waiting to hear back nice. um so i'm taking 11 units i uh i'm teaching about 30 ish hours mm-hmm. got about 40 students now That's and then awesome. also trying to build that youtube oh, okay. channel mm-hmm. nice. Um, it's been awesome. Uh, so the last like week, I made three videos. I'm working on editing. I only saw two on there. I um, I need to edit it oh, and then, oh, and then okay, post okay. it. Okay. Um, I'll go and look. Awesome. I liked yeah. the other two. Sweet. <laughs> uh, 
um, yeah, I think that's good. It's just like a good platform for me to like teach and like yeah. maybe that could you know be something um, one day. That that'd be cool. Um, so that was a big win um, doing that. But really, just trying to get through the school thing and also balance that with like working and saving yeah. money. Um, another big another big win. Like I don't want to brag or anything, but I just paid <laughs> off. I just paid off my debt. That's awesome. Yeah, like my debt cre- from credit card, credit card, or like credit cards debt. and that's stuff. Awesome. And like, how yeah. much did, if you don't mind me asking, how yeah, much did you so, have? Yeah, so it's kind of like, so like I had like a lot in like, that was like 0%, and I just like put it on like trips that I yeah, did, uh-huh. and I was still making money and working, yeah, but uh-huh. I wanted to like use that money in like stocks and stuff, but then like my debt was like, it wasn't that, yeah. that bad, but it wasn't that smart, um, but I had about, long story short, I think I, I had about 6000 in credit card. Dang. And it was accumulating interest? Or no? Uh, 0% for like 4,500 of it. And then okay. 1,500 was like interest. So I yeah. can't pay like 20 bucks a month okay. or something. Yeah. Um, but I had, what I was doing was I was holding out. I could have paid off as I was working, but then I was putting money into my Robinhood account. Mm. So mm, then. For so, stocks, yeah. Yeah. So then mm-hmm. I just wasn't able to pay it off as fast. Mm-hmm. But then like, and my money was kind of tied up. But then like last week I called Shader when it happened. But like Facebook went up like 10% or 15% Ooh, or something. did go up when? Like um, two, like a week ago. So like Facebook was like one forty six or something, yeah. and it jumped up to like one sixty eight. So then I sold everything I had. Like uh-huh. in that moment, I just sold it. Uh-huh. So like I was literally down fifteen hundred bucks, and then I went up four hundred. So I made like two thousand, like tech, like in a, yeah. a quote one day. Mm-hmm. But I had like all the credit card mm-hmm. stuff. So then I paid it all off. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna pay it all. So now I have zero. Debt and like so and like fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. But I have zero debt. Yeah. Like, so now I'm That's like awesome. building up again. That's a huge win. Yeah, but I pay rent. Like I pay my parents. Yeah. Um, about five hundred a month. Yeah. Like, yeah. So. Yeah, it's like once I actually get a job, because right now I'm just spending money. Like I'm not making any money. <laughs> like everything yeah. I'm making is going to rent, then plus some of my savings. So but like, you're gonna get the job at the Ritz Carlton. Okay. But if practicing. not, but if not, I have five other that I need to focus on. Yes. So like, I need to apply and like put my stuff out there for these other five, just in case this one doesn't work out. Because I kind of focused on this one company for too long, Buffini, and like the position that I thought was gonna open up has still not opened up. Uh-huh. So like, I would be out of luck if I didn't cover my back so I need to cover my back with this one yeah because yeah I was like sure like my friend works there she said it was gonna open up and then I was talking to this HR lady there and she said it was gonna open up within a month and it still hasn't opened up I don't think they're going to because they see they're making um making taking steps to like prepare for the the economy crashing or oh really okay yeah they are they're cutting back so that's crazy yeah so they're probably not going to hire another client care person. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's just like, yeah. I look at that and I'm like, okay, you really need to be careful about what you're putting all your, you know, eggs in, eggs in the basket yeah. for. So. Honestly, there's so many places that, like, the economy right now is good. Like, you know, like, a lot of yeah. places are hiring. A lot of places yeah. are, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. I just need to get in now so that it does crash. Yeah, yeah. But there's no way I could go another year without getting I can't go like three more months without having a job. Like I just can't. Yeah. Like a boat. 
Yeah. Did you ever talk with uh, the owner of the place that you do like little marketing for? And like what she thinks about making a LinkedIn or making videos and stuff like that? Which one? Um, the fairs or the... The fairs. The fairs place. Um, making videos. No, we talked a little bit yeah. about that. Um, talk about that. Yeah. Like to create value, right? To create value, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. I think that could be in the future. Just like right now, she's not willing to pay me much. Yeah. And so like, I'm so not it's really, hard to put that time in. I'm not you... really willing to put in more if she's not. Like, Definitely. Like I was thinking about it, and I was like, if I get a full-time job, I don't really you don't need that. want to yeah. even. She wants me to work for her throughout 2019. But if like if, if she's, she's not gonna, gonna pay be able you, it's not worth your time. Twelve dollars an hour, thirty-six dollars a week, like that's nothing. That's not enough. Nothing. But I know that she can't really like that's probationary, so like we'll talk about it at the end of February what it actually will be. But even if it's fifteen dollars an hour, I think I think I think no no no. I think I mean if she can't afford it, she can't afford you. Yeah. I mean I can pass it on to someone who's younger and wouldn't care as much about like it being so little. What is she running? What business? So it's called Kennedy Fairs. She's making no money? Um, so I don't really understand it. She was saying that her partner has deeper pockets. Like okay, so that. they have money. Well, I, not, they're not, their accounts or whatever, like their money isn't linked. They're just associates in this business and he has these fairs and she has these fairs. I think you need to like have a meeting mm-hmm. and I think you need to tell them like, I think you need to print up maybe like a page mm-hmm. that has like different packet like packages. And one yeah. thing like that might get them to say like, oh sorry. But like you're making twelve bucks an hour for like three hours. Yeah. And you can use that time to apply for jobs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like so I I I, th- I think they should pay you like like you know, not on your time but like on the on value. The that's um, how social media is. Because you're, you're not getting, you're not getting paid for your time. You're getting yeah, paid for your yeah. value within that time. Yeah. So it's kind of like she doesn't have the money, but she just wants this super simple thing of like a presence on social media and like street credit with the vendors and with the public, like having a social media, and that's fine. If that's all I'm gonna do, then I don't have to spend as much time on that. Yeah. However, I don't feel like that's creating the optimal amount of value. Like I spent an hour yesterday, not really like posting I posted and it was very simple and like easy and that didn't take me that long yeah. but what actually created value for them took a lot of time totally like reaching out to people like uh, researching like which accounts are actually going to be involved in like the fair so which who should I follow who should yeah. I like be connecting with over social media that's what takes time and that's what's going to create value yeah um, but it's not as like tangible yeah. But she wants the tangible out there, which is fine. I can do that. So, and I, th- I think but. that should be communicated too. Like, mm-hmm. you, if you want short-term yeah. uh, metrics or short-term followers, mm-hmm. but like, what do you want out of it? Do you want to convert and make more money from it? Like, because that's going to cost you. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's not even necessarily like she. I don't know. I don't know what her plan would yeah. be, but it's more she just wants like the public to know, like, she wants vendors to know that they are that they are doing social media. That they have a social media so that people know about it. But everyone comes to the fairs anyway, so it's like she's not benefiting from. She doesn't have a reason why she's doing social media. She's doing other it other so just she, to have it. Yeah, street cred with the vendors and the public. Yeah, it's not really like to produce revenue. Okay. 
Whereas the Miller's Table, sorry, um, the Miller's Table is the other place I'm doing it for, and that is to create revenue, to get people into the events that they're holding there. I just know they need to pay you more for your time. Yeah. That's not enough. I guess I kind of like, like while I'm in this time with no job and like so I know. much it's time. It's hard to be like demanding. Yeah, I was like, I mean, I don't care. I don't have anything else to do with my time. Might as well be protective and like set, you know, like momentum for myself. Once you get another job, you Once can, it, you, you can yes. keep this as a side job uh-huh. and then demand a better rate knowing you have something better to fall back on. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I think that'd be good. If, yeah. yeah. I think that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah, right now, I, like, spend so much time on the Miller's table, but not, like, producing that much. It's more, like, getting to know it, getting brainstorming and stuff like that, and that I'm probably not going to get paid for. I, like, want to get paid in wine. I just want to have, like, a wine night plus one every yeah. week. That's what I want. Yeah. But we haven't talked about that exactly okay. yet. But I feel like that would be worth it to me if I spent, like, three hours a week doing stuff for her. Uh-huh. And also, I believe in her business, so I want to, like, support her. Yeah. More than like I, I believe in Kennedy Fairs because it's already established. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to go into any yeah. of either of these, but I agree. Once I get a job, definitely, I should, I should have a little bit better. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And do you have an interview for the Ritz Carlton or? So yesterday was a um, phone, like a casual phone in- interview. It was like an informal interview. Oh. Yeah. So I did have one. Wow. And then and it went really well because she called me. And um, she was just like, oh, I just wanted to make sure, like, this is what you're, like, I just wanted to tell you what the job is and see if you're still interested. What is the job? So the job is administrative assistant for um, meetings and special events. So it's like weddings, so it's admin work for weddings, galas, um, business, corporate meetings, stuff like that. I would love it. Like, this would be perfect. Yeah. Um, And also, I would be making pay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Your eyes lit up. Yeah. Well, like, way, way more than, like, something else. Like, I'm going to ask for 22 an hour. Um, where I think, like, so I looked on Glassdoor, and it's, like, 34 to 50,000 a year is, like, that position's um, range for salary. At the risk call, Carlton? Uh-huh. Or yeah, anyway. it's just an administrative assistant. So it's not, like, a really high up yeah. position. 22 full time, 40 hours. Mm-hmm. So that could be like 42, I think, a year. Okay. Which I could pay off my debt in two years if I did that. I could pay it off in one year if I really spent. But yeah. Because I think like my expenses are like 12,000 a year. They're like a thousand a month. Okay. So if I like didn't exceed. Where do your them. parents live? They live in Oceanside. Have off you thought about Sunday moving back? If you get no, the, if you no, get... <laughs> no, 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 no. I love my apartment, and it honestly adds to my, uh, what's the word? Uh, no, 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 no. It's like mental, like, state, like, just like... Quality of life. It adds to my quality of life. Like, I love where I live. Yeah. I go on walks every morning. Yeah, Um, I need to move out. Maybe... It really But right now I'm getting used to, like, I'm at home and I want to move out, but I'm, like, getting used to, like, saving money, like, trying to, like... Oh, really? I wouldn't move back home. Wait. Because I'm paying really cheap rent. How? Like you're renting a room? Yeah, I do share a room with my sister. So we have Got like, it. so it's a two bedroom place okay. with one bathroom and a kitchen and a living okay. room. Um, Brie gets her own room, but she doesn't pay anymore, which is kind of lame. Yeah. I don't know, I'm a little salty about it, but it's fine because I agree to it. And then my sister and I share a room. Okay. And we have twin beds. Um, 
So yeah, I'm paying yeah. like 483 plus utilities is like 513 or something like that. Okay. So it's like, yeah. it's not a lot of space, but with the people I live with right now, totally cool. I'm a little scared when my sister gets married in May and she moves out. I'm like, I'm going to have to share a room with someone. But right now it's perfect. And you're, oh, or, or else you'd have to pay a thousand. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No. So well, we'd actually be paying like seven fifty or something. Like that. Okay. Because it's like fourteen, fourteen hundred something for the whole apartment. Um, but that's like. Oh, because the other person's not. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that's like crazy cheap though. Like. Even seven fifty is so cheap. Yeah, like, that is cheap. But I don't. I don't really want to pay that. Like I'm fine sharing. You can't find a room anywhere else. No. For five hundred, like. No. Like our landlord is freaking awesome. He just got us a new oven. Sorry, I'm like. <laughs> We could talk about all this at a different time. But anyways, yeah. I had a phone conversation with the lady yesterday, and then she was like, okay, I'll like contact, reach out to you by next week to set up an, a formal in-person mm-hmm. interview. So, cool. That's awesome. But I felt really good about um, about the conversation. So. That's really cool. Yeah. Are they going to call you back? Like, when do you hear back? Uh, probably email. Okay. Um, she said by next week. So if I don't hear back for next by next week, then maybe I'll reach back out. Okay. Something like that. But um, I feel really good about it. Cool. I'm a little intimidated because it's Carlton, but I'm kind of yeah. glad that the first conversation was like over the phone and have to like, I don't yeah. know, like go in and be all nervous. Like yeah. I, it was so funny. I put on my heels in my socks and my sweatpants uh-huh. so that I could walk around the apartment and like get a little bit of confidence <laughs> before I talk to her. Socks, sweatpants, and heels. Yes. <laughs> no, it's heels, like but... heels really give you confidence. I'm telling you. you try. Oh, I have. No, I haven't. I, I, I haven't. I haven't. No, no, no. Wow. I, I mean, That's I why I got the suit jacket. It See, does, you it have does your heels. I have and my suit jacket. If you stand like this in the mirror, like Superman pose, power pose, power pose. Every morning. Uh, really? <laughs> really? Not in heels, but. <laughs> and that gives you confidence too. So like. And also this this clothes too. Really? Yeah. Like like it's the most confidence. Do you feel like it opens up your breath? Really? Tipos? No, (laughs) that's for Fortnite. I was babysitting these kids and he was showing me all the different things. This is so ridiculous. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. This one though, like, 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 it like releases endorphins when you when you raise your hands in the air and like. That's awesome. Yeah, it's like you won. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like primal, you know? Primal instincts. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, life's been good. Just been busy. It's really busy. The, the school, but like yeah. the YouTube project is like really my baby right now. Mm-hmm. Like, That's what you fill your free time with. Like I, honestly, right now I don't really have much free time except like one day a week where I like, well, like binge watch like Game of Thrones or something. <laughs> like Sunday, yeah. Sunday, yeah. like. Um, but like right now, like like my schedule in the morning. I think it'd be cool if we share our schedules. Mm-hmm. Let's share okay. our schedules. Okay. Yeah, real quick. Um, okay. We're going to share our schedules. Um, so my day, I'll set my alarm for 6 every morning. That's good. Dang. Every morning. Like, I wake up at 6. Um, but, like, I don't even get... Even when you don't have to? I, yeah, pretty much. Um, even on the weekends, I naturally wake up around 7, or 7.30 maybe. Um, but, like... Even if I don't get up right away, I'm like my eyes are open, like at six, my alarm goes off. I might snooze it a little bit, which I really want to get out of the habit. But I set my alarm for six. What? Do you want me to write it down? 
Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been bad about snoozing um, my alarm. I um, So I wake up at 6, um, and like... Uh, Mondays, um, I have work at like 11.30. I'll usually start off with coffee. I'll try to go to the gym, but I'm not super co- as consistent as I want to be. Um, we get coffee. I'll work uh, on my music. This is the thing with my schedule. It's a little bit fluid because I work in the afternoon. So like if I have time in the morning, I'll um, e- either play piano or edit a video or work out. Like, I kind of just do That's what I so feel. Good. You get up at 6 a.m. even though you don't work till the afternoon. Yeah, and then I f- it's hard. weird. I, I, I would like to plan my day more specific, mm-hmm. but what I'll do is I'll say, like, okay, I have three hours of time in the morning, and then, like, what do I feel like doing right now between... They're all productive, but it's either... So you give yourself options? Work on the video, or work out, or, yeah. uh, you know, write in my journal, or... Do you ever feel like frozen with indecision? Um. Do you like don't do anything because you have those options? No. Never. No. Uh, not really, actually. Okay. Because I don't feel pressure. Because I yeah. want. I, there's always things I want to do, or I'll do homework. Mm-hmm. But I always will do something like I never like just waste time. But I think I do, do need to be more specific with like at seven I'm doing this. Otherwise, I'll like practice for 30 minutes and then I'll do homework and then I'll do like 10 push ups. Like, I just kind of like yeah. mash them all together. Yeah. And I don't feel like completely accomplished, but I feel like I used my time in, in a productive way. And are you achieving like what you want to achieve through this thing? I think I could be more efficient at it. So maybe we could write those that okay. down. Um, efficient with? Just how I use my time in the morning. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And then I try to, like, you know, eat, obviously. And then, like, you know, I work by three um, teaching. Mondays, I teach around noon. Tuesdays, I teach around three. Wednesdays, 11 a.m. Thursdays, I have a piano lesson at 10 um, in the morning. And then I kind of fill my time. Whenever I have, like, a little gap, I just try to fill my time with something productive. But I need to be more specific. Do you ever feel, like, um, exhausted or... Like you just need a day with like not doing that, or do you feel like you can pretty much do that all the time? Um, do you mind if I answer this? Right no, now? go ahead. Hi, this is Rachel. Um, maybe she got a call from the Red Carlton. Oh, hi. How are you? Oh, uh, good. She's more nervous, but she's not. She's more nervous. Okay. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. Have a nice time. Thank you. See you then. Right. Who was that? Uh, I have nothing uh, business related. I have an MRI tomorrow for my knee, so he was just oh. reminding me that I have mine. Got it. Okay. So. Yeah, I hope that, that goes well. Um, well, I already know what it's going to be. Is it bad? Oh. I think I think something's torn. Oh, but, no. But I've already, like, the cool thing about the Ritz-Carlton, if I get that, is it is, like, an office desk job. So awesome. if I do have to have surgery. Yeah. Um, and the... It won't stop you from getting the yes, job or something. and the workload yeah. is... I asked her about, like, what the team looks like. And the workload is split by, like, in a good amount of people. So it's mm-hmm. not like if I go down to three days a week, if I have to or something like that. Yeah. Then, like, it's not going to be the worst thing ever. Yeah. Um, but I'll figure it out and I'll cross that bridge when it comes to it. But I'm yeah. kind of already prepping in my mind that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. 
it's fine. Yeah. Back to what you were saying. Um, you asked me if I like get exhausted. Oh, uh-huh. doing it. Um, you know, like at the end of my days, like I don't know, because like right now I'm I work from three to seven most, mm-hmm. and then like yesterday I went to the Yellow Deli to do homework till like eleven. You know, like I I don't know, like. My work is fulfilling, you know, like the yeah, music and stuff. you're kind of fueled by... I'm kind of fueled by it. And, That's like, awesome. and right now I'm in such a mindset, like, that I'm, like, I just, like, want to keep... You feel like you're thriving. And thri- you sound like you're thriving. But yeah, but I work a lot. Like, yeah. I, like I work, um, yeah, like, I don't know, I feel, I feel like I, like, I've, I've adopted this, like, I, like, I'm really driven right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like... Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't have a lot of free time. And, like, my free time, I enjoy, like, just progressing and trying to, like, get yeah. better and stuff. Which is why I love this meeting, like... Yeah. You know, so Do you like, feel like what you're doing is sustainable? Like, the way you have everything structured? I think it's going to set me up yeah. for what I... Re- like, I want to open my own studio in five years or so. And, like, I feel, like, honestly, in the back of my head, I feel like when I don't practice piano... I'm not nowhere near the pianist I want to be, and I feel like I'm on a time clock. So it stresses me out, kind of. I feel like I'm always on a time clock to get what I want done. I'm kind of, like, I'm patient. Like, I know it's going to happen, but I know, like, if I don't do an hour a day, like, like I'm kind of behind because I started music a little bit later than a lot. So I'm, like, trying to catch up, I feel. Yeah. Even though I can... Do you have to be at a certain musical level? I mean, like, what level are you at already? You know? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I say I'm, inter- like, I'm intermediate. Like, I'm good. Like, I read music and, um, you know, I teach voice. Voice is my specialty. I teach piano, like, beginner piano. Um, and even, like, beginner to intermediate, kind of. But, um, like, I want to be, like, one of those people that can, like, pick up any music yeah. and just you play. You want to be, like, those dueling piano guys. Yeah, like, I just want to be, like, oh, give me a song. Like, I already know, yeah. like, everything about yeah. it. Um, so, like, I want to be, a, like, a master. And I feel like, you know, my ambition, like, I want to get there. And I, like, have to put in, like, that work. So, we were talking about impetus. Your impetus is, like, fear of not achieving that or fear of not being where you need to be compared to others. Um, I wouldn't say it's compared to other. I think it's compared to myself, and it's like in the back of my head. I think impetus. Like we talked about money a lot, and like growing up, like our, my family's always had like my dad like is always just like one paycheck away kind of thing. Like from like or like he's like lost his job multiple times, and like you know our family like put in a pretty bit like bad situation. Yeah. Like um. Like, like during like 2008 like we like lost our home and stuff like yeah it's just like real bad you know yeah. like um, so like it's always been like money in the back of my head um, yeah. but also like this balance of like doing my passion and um, yeah it's like been like a fight between my passion versus like money which is but now I'm like figuring like I can do both you know and like security with and security with money, like I never want to be in a position where, like, yeah. you know, just money's like a huge issue, which is why I'm setting up now. Like, I'm working so hard now so that it can like really happen. You yeah, know? yeah, um, I I agree with that. Like, I yeah. I'm I'm afraid of like letting money get in the way of like either blessing people or um, like if you don't have you know like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yeah. 
So if you don't have that bottom layer of security, then you're not going to be able to achieve self-actualization and be able to affect all the people around you in like the best way possible. So like, like I love my parents and I think they are very generous, but then there's sometimes we're like, we'll go out to dinner with a friend and I'm like, they're like, oh, make sure they like know we're paying separate or something. Like they don't say it like that, but it's like, I never ever want my kids to have to split meals or like not be able to get a soda if they want one, you know? Yeah. Or like um, have to have their friends like know they're on a separate trip. Like, I don't ever want that. Yeah. And they don't, they don't do that all the time. Like we'll go out and they'll like give my friends or whatever, but it's just like, I want my generosity to be boundless, like limitless. Yeah. And like, I don't want to be worrying about money. Like that's such a, that's such something that should be taken care of so low. That you have the freedom to like so do foundational, all like because yeah. you can't be yourself. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, if you're worried about money. Like right now, I'm trying. Like even though, even though I have a lot to worry about with money, like I'm trying not to worry about it so that I can be this higher level of myself. Totally. It's like because a, yeah, you just. It, I know it's gonna get taken care. Of. Like I know it's all yeah. gonna work out, and so why stress about it now? Not be able to be the best version of myself and like affect people now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I, I agree with that. I wanna, like, yeah. that kind of drives me too. Yeah. It's, and it's like not in, like about money. Like, it's mm-hmm. not to have money. It's like, yeah. like the it's like taking peace care of and that the family. And so like, you can it's focus like focus on other tiers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's so, yeah, so much more beyond that. Like, it, it's a tool, you know? Yeah. And I think right now, like, I'm, I feel, I feel really blessed, but like, at the beginning of 2018, like, I transitioned from doing Uber full-time, 50, 60 hours a week, in my car. Dang. Like, I've done like eight, like 18-hour shifts. Like, through the, through the night, like, literally falling asleep in, like, a parking lot, like, at 7 in the morning at McDonald's, like, because I was so tired I couldn't drive home, like, so, like, I, like, transitioned, and it was because, um, uh, like, me and my girlfriend had a conversation, like, at the end of, like, last year, we broke up for a little bit, um, because, like, you know, like, I was telling her, like, I wanted to do something, maybe, like, yeah. music, and, like, I tried to, like, start a t-shirt line, and it failed because I didn't put the energy into it, but it printed all the shirts and mm-hmm. stuff, and I just, like, kept trying to find all these different vehicles for, like, money, Yeah. Um, you know, to, like, escape the Uber thing, and, like, I just, like, was, like, lost a little bit, did construction for a little bit, like, one day, and I was like, hey, I'm doing construction now, <laughs> like, she's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, it was so funny. I was like playing construction worker, like, because uh-huh. I'm so not that guy, but like. <laughs> yeah, I can't really. I could kind so of. So I was like, it, I was like singing on the construction <laughs> site, and like, I love that literally, I'm surrounded by like ex-cons, uh-huh. and I like showed them like a like a song. I was singing like opera to them, and they're like. Okay, but that sounds like you cut like that part yeah. of being lost and stuff. Like that still sounds amazing, and like you learned from it, and like you experienced. To- like literally, this is the funniest story. <laughs> Cause like I'm so different, especially the way I look. Like uh-huh. everyone's like, <laughs> and, like everyone is everyone is so like they're just like construction workers, yeah. you know, and like like a lot of them are just like you know like they're ex cons and like I'm not I'm not racist or anything, but like everyone just like they're Mexican yeah. and they're like they're just like hardworking and like they're just like working people and like I just don't look like like I'm so clean like yeah. I got yeah. so like. So I wore like sunglasses one day and like literally like I just stood out and everyone literally 
thought I was from uh, like 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 the FBI. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like like a corporate. Like I was like from like health code uh-huh. or something. Like and I was walking around and like people were like staring at me and I just got this like vibe. And then these two guys go up to me afterwards and they're like, "Hey, there's a there's a rumor going around. Like, are you from like, you know what 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 whatever?" Um, and I was like. Well, like, it took a second, I was like, what? They're like, yeah, everyone's talking about you. Uh-huh. Like, So, like, I was this guy people were, like, talking yeah. about. Like, they thought I was, like, from higher up. Like, they thought I was from, like, immigration or something. Like, they literally, like... I just can't even believe that. So, I did construction for two and a half months. And, like, yeah, and then I was just trying to find myself. And, and then I found the music teaching. I called Armand, and he got me the job at the studio. Yeah. So I went from zero students to now doing what I do now. And you have 40. I have 40. Dang. Yeah. So did you know Armand previously? Or I like, did. Oh, I met wow, him in college. Awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. Dang. Um, Isn't it cool, like, their connections like that? You don't think it's going to, like, you don't even know what it's going to produce. And then, like, you yeah. or whatever later. Now yeah. it's getting you to where you want to be. Yeah. Literally, it was him. Like, he, like, me and him, he was like, hey, I'm going to go put up signs mm-hmm. um, to get students. And he, he had a student he was teaching, and, and the dad said, like, oh, yeah, it'll work. Like, put up signs in Rancho Santa Fe, you'll get calls. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. We did, and I got my first students wow. from signs on the freeway. Wow. Like, sketchy, handwritten, like... Dang. And my handwriting is not good, like... Handwritten? Handwritten with, like, freeway? Sharpie. Like, freeways, street corners, like, oh music God. lessons. And then I was, uh... I used a red marker to, like underline it mm-hmm. you know those marketing skills mm-hmm. and, and it worked because it popped out you know so funny and like I got like four calls like wow. I booked students like then I went on a website and then I got the job at the studio and wow. yeah and I also worked at a winery so I was transitioning from Uber to and then Uber and winery to make some money and then teaching so then I stopped doing Uber after like three or four months when I got enough students yeah. but I still needed the winery job and then after a few more months I stopped the winery job and just did teaching you have such a cool story like when it's, you own your own studio and you're able to yeah. like tell this to people like aspiring to do what you're gonna do like this, that's awesome yeah like I'm I'm trying to like yeah like I lived it mm-hmm. you know like I worked really hard and yeah. like I did sign twirling. That was more like in high school. Nice. I, I have videos on YouTube actually. Dang, that's awesome. And I'll show you. I got featured on. Um, they called it like the sign spinner of the week thing, and like what? they interviewed me. I was like 17 years old. That's like, awesome. yeah. Oh man, that's funny. I'll show you. I'll show you in okay. a second. Um, yeah, but where's I getting at? Um, you're saying you lived it, like you're you worked hard to get to where you want. Yeah, to be. but it, but it's all part of the. It's all part of it, you know? It's yeah. all part of the story. And, like, um, you know, it's, like, super meant to be. And, like, yeah. I feel like it's not worth it. But I'm it still at the bottom. And don't. Yeah. You don't have to work for it. Yeah. And back, back to being, like, yeah, that's what drives me. That's my impetus, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, I'm so, like, I always think about that. And I'm, like, it's almost an obsession. <laughs> like, almost. With, with what? Just, like, becoming successful and not ending up, like... Like, you know, just like my family, like, you know, like, just, um, yeah, just being, like, all right, you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was, I think I told you this when we were on the walk by the ocean, or the water. You are kind of in a safety with your class. Like, unless you really screw up and like do a bunch of drugs or like become an alcoholic and like lose all your friends and connections, like you're kind of in a safety of where the class that you grew up in. You're probably not going to dip below that, but you have potential in America. Which is amazing. Like not every country gets this opportunity, but you have unlimited potential to exceed that class. But you're really not going to go below. Yeah. So really, we're really lucky that we even grew up in. I mean, middle class. We're all middle class. I mean, I don't know. Right? Yeah, yeah, Never yeah. like dipped into poverty or. No. And we've all had like family struggles. Yeah. But we're pretty lucky to be. That's like as low as we're probably going to go. Yeah. And I do feel for people that grew up in poverty because, like, they do have so much potential, but they also have, you know, like, they may just stay at that and they won't dip below it yeah. um, unless they do, you know, drugs and yeah. alcohol. But, like, we're pretty lucky that that's our safety. Yeah. Because we can kind of always fall back on our parents. If we yeah, like, we're definitely blessed. And it's, you know, everyone has their own, like, struggles yeah but like there's a lot of people doing a lot worse like yeah. even the po like the poor like quote poor like class in like america, in america is, is like doing better, better than the you know mo moderate class in indonesia you know like yeah. there's still like there's like no water like yeah yeah like yeah yeah but like yeah i think this talk's been like really like I don't know. Insightful. Yeah. Really reflective. Yeah. Do you want to show us your sign thriller? Oh yeah. Let's do that. Oh. I also wanted to ask you. You yeah. said you were um, you want to be better at like sight reading. Yeah. Do you practice sight reading specifically? You know, um, I've been trying to. Not as specific, but like I've been like just picking up music. And you're like, oh, okay, what's this? Like, let's see if I can play it like offhand, like right off the bat. And I've been doing that alright, but I think I can make a better regimen. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's some good like sight reading books if you find like the level that's difficult for you, just above they have that. that, right? Yeah. yeah. And then just practice like a little bit every day, and I, I think that really helps. Yeah. And just like and just say I'm gonna. So if do that's it. the goal that you want to do, then I think you should be like taking specific steps every day. Just that's spend good, a little yeah. bit of time, and then you know you're gonna look back and you'll be like, I couldn't sight read this, you know. Yeah. A year ago, and now I'm like doing this over here. Totally. I'm just like taking that, chunking it out. Like, yeah. You know, you don't become a master overnight. You just like you do it literally inch by inch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just keep practicing. Grain of sand by grain of sand. That's like, specific skill. That's true. You know, yeah. There's a lot of skills you can do, like technicality. You can practice your finger movement, your trills, mm -hmm. your um, dexterity with both hands. You know, yeah. you can practice like memorizing long term. You know, or that sight reading specifically, like in the moment you're reading. It, ten seconds later, you're playing it. You know. Yeah. So that's true. Yeah. Or improvisational mm -hmm. stuff either. Yeah. No, you're so right. You Sometimes it's like the easiest advice that's like hardest to implement. You know. It's so, so simple. I mean, you know. I mean, if that's a skill that you really want to like have yeah. in the future, then you should like focus on that. That's good. That's good. I need to. Also, I have the video. Sweet. <laughs> when I was 17. <laughs>